Welcome to the Ministry of Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. Our vision is bringing people into the full realization of their potential in God and our mission. Building a community of believers whose lifestyle positively influenced change in the society. Welcome to Lighthouse. Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthouseng.org. Can we, with Jesus, joy and Lighthouse, welcome? Let's receive Mr. Chedwakitoye. Just give me a second and quickly set up. And by the way, I'm grateful for the opportunity, opportunity and privilege to be here this morning. Um, this is an assignment that I do not take lightly at all. If anything, when I get the opportunity to speak to God's people, I feel that I'm part of a new wave that is moving. And I'm glad that God has given me this opportunity to be a part of it. For some reason, I can't seem to. Just give me a second, please. We'll be speaking on financial intelligence, whatever that means. I've heard that my title starts with Vice President, Clearing Risk Management. But before I go into that, I just want to appreciate Pastor Daniel and his beautiful wife. Thank you for the privilege to be here. Um, I must admit that I, I just spent about just two minutes before coming, uh, coming into the building with him, and I was already wowed. I already feel at home, and brethren, I'm going to say something, and trust me, if there's anything you believe or you hear from me today that you should take serious, is this statement, God is here. God is here. God is here. So with that sense of responsibility, with the acknowledgement of the presence in which I am, I do not take this assignment seriously. I do not take this assignment playfully or lightly. Having said that, Pastor Benga, I thank you so much for the opportunity as well. And um, I have my partner that they call a beautiful wife, my jackpot, my financial jackpot. And through the course of things, you will understand why I call her my jackpot, but um, let's start the session. So I've been told I have one hour. It's 56 minutes, 38 seconds now. So what's financial intelligence? But I won't, I won't dwell on it. My background, my academic background is chemical engineering. 
For me, playing in the financial space all through my career, it meant that I need to understand it rather than cram it or just do whatever I need, I need to do to, to be in the space. Do you understand what I mean? So that means that I will not be speaking financial market jargon as much as possible. I will rather be speaking to you as brothers and sisters. So as much as possible, I've tried to make it as simple as possible. At the slides, please. Okay. So I'll be going through the outline we cover, things around um, introducing the topic, then what is financial intelligence. Um, very important is understanding that we are Christians, and then there are, Christ there are kingdom foundations that we must build as Christians. It doesn't matter whether you want to be a billionaire or a millionaire, you just want to manage your household or you want to manage a multi-billionaire business. Um, there are kingdom foundations that we must lay. Then we go into the meat of it, how to be financially intelligent, what is budgeting, um, investing beyond savings account, and then benefits of financial intelligence and recommended resources beyond the scope of what I would have spoken to you about. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak not of my own doing and not of my own speech. Holy Spirit, speak through me. Speak to your people. Let them have things, actionable things to take from this lesson. I will not speak of my own volition, but Holy Spirit, use me as a vessel to speak to your people in the name of Jesus. The next slide, please. Let's start with why. Why financial intelligence? Why should I care? As Christians, the Bible says, See as thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings and not mere men or mean men or average men. So it means that as Christians, we should be skillful and as Christians, we should be hardworking. It also means that as Christians, we should, uh, also the Bible also says that, but if someone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household, he has defied the faith, he has denied the faith and is worse than unbelievers. So you've worked hard, You've made some money, so you have to take care of your family, yes? You have to take care of your friends, you have to take care of family members, yeah? Then you then go again into the Bible and it says, Precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwelling, but a foolish man devours it. So even in the midst of it, thank you, thank you very much. We can take it for that so that everyone can see. So even in the midst of it, you are also to have something aside. I should come to your house and they're not looking as if you've given, you've given away all of your monies, all of your financial wealth to family members and friends. Then guess what? A good woman leaves an inheritance for his children, for her children's children. You know, I refuse to accept this part of the Bible because I had, I've always come from a school of thought that if I train my children right, they do not need anything from me. But this is what the Bible says. We should leave an inheritance for our children's children, not your children alone, your children's children. So this small money or whatever it is that you've gathered in being diligent, you are also to do what? 
Take care of friends and family. Then you are also to do what? Save and also leave a portion for your children's children. How? So it means that there has to be some wisdom around it. There has to be some intelligence around it. Are we together? Next slide. Where does your money go into? All of the above. More in some than others. And remember I was careful to say um, a woman leaves an inheritance for her children's children. So that it's not just the men. Let's, let's be clear. It's not just the men. Yeah? Of course the men. You know that your name was already on the, on the page. Anyways, so... But also the women. Are we together? So where does your money go into? Jewelry, cars. I used to, I have a friend I'm not used to. Um, within two years, I noticed that he has changed six cars. No. Don't say ah. He loves it. Some of you, it's, it's, some of us is clothes. Some jewelry. Some shoes. I was, in the U- I was in the UK once, and I went there with a friend, uh, went for some training, and we thought, let's stop by at Arrows. I've never been in Arrows before, and I'm like, okay, this is the Arrows, and I walked in. And my friend was pointing me to a, to a shoe, and how much is it, $2,000? I said, uh, bro, that's it, shit on. <laughs> let's move to the next <laughs> departmental store. <laughs> 2,000 pounds, I beg your pardon. 2,000 pounds. And he said, this is not what he wants. I can't remember the name of, you know the shoe that, that there's this Italian shoe that is H. Is it MS? So we left Harold's and went there and he picked one, two, three. That's, so where does your money go? Yeah? Remember, you have responsibilities as ordained, as written in the Bible. Next slide. Now, now, I'll be asking you to do an assignment, to take an assignment. Please take a note, paper, uh, pad, whatever it is, and just write, what is your net worth? Financial now. What's your net worth? Remember, you need to leave an inheritance for your children's children. Yeah? What's your net worth? By the way, your net worth is the sum total of your assets, Assets are things that generate value or you can realize value from it. Yeah? So things that will not be in your assets are are the wardrobes. These 2,000 pounds shoe. They cannot be in your list. But jewelry, good jewelry, retains value. Yeah? So some of them can. So what are... So what's your network? Just write it down. I'll give you one minute to do that. While we go to the next slide. No, it takes some thinking. Because some of you have invested in uh, Eleanor and Bear in Lekki. And you've been waiting for Dangote Refinery to take off. And the land you bought for 400000 is now 350000 Because now you've learned that the airport is located on the land that you said it was in land investment. You're now looking for someone to just pass it through. Someone that is now aware that this is airport land. 
to also take the baton. So it takes take some minutes, please. Take some minutes to understand, to really to really calculate that network. So let's go to the next slide. And we, we need to be careful here. If you pass on today, today, how will your family fare? We are Christians, we don't pray for ill, and no God forbid, and all of that. And I agree with you. But for any reason, and I'm not saying that you should assume that you will. You, I'm not saying that you should pray that you will, though. God forbid anything happen. But if for any reason you pass on today, that network you calculated. Now, look at it again. Is it truly network that your family can fare on for time to come? Till your children mature and can take care of themselves? For your spouse to survive beyond you, or the moment you pass on, your spouse needs to look for, look for another person to marry like that. Think about it. You think you have friends? Pastor Benga is a very good friend of mine, and I say this with all um, sense of regret. Since his wife passed, I've only visited him once. And he's a very good friend. So I'm not going to come here and paint it for you. Guys, if you think you have people that will show up after you pass, 99% of your people, the people that you know today, may not show up. So if your network also includes your uncle and your auntie and the portfolio that they sit on, Quickly deduct it and arrive at the balance. Are you with me? Now, to put it in perspective for you, think about school fees. Think about accommodation. Think about feeding. I'm not talking about the luxuries of life. I'm talking about the basics of life. That network is really important. And more importantly, what have you done? Many of you have houses in places that, or some of us have houses or property in places that, the truth, we have no business there. We have no title. We can't get a title. We are praying that the notice that they've given us that they want to lay pipe, water pipe on that road, it never comes to fulfillment. Do you think you need to be financially intelligent? Do you really think you need to be financially intelligent as of now? I'm not hearing. So the next slide. What is financial intelligence? So what I've written here is financial intelligence is the ability to understand and effectively manage one's financial affairs. Um, it involves a combination of knowledge, skills, and attitude that enable individuals to make informed decisions about their financial resources, both in the present and in the future. And let's not dwell on it. Let's go on, we'll appreciate it in more detail. But first of all, 
Kingdom Foundation. I, Shegun Akintoe, and my household, we believe in Kingdom Investment. And I believe that Lighthouse uh, members as well, we believe in such. Now, having said that, if you make 100 Naira today, a portion of it by design, with cheerfulness, with gratitude of the opportunity and the privilege is not yours. Tell me that you want to build a church today. I will go and look for something to put in that investment. I cannot be part of a building for God and my children's children will lack a place to live. It cannot happen. God is not a liar. Is that, these, are my, these are my own faith. Forgive me. This is, these are my own beliefs. So a portion of it is not yours. So the remainder is then split between you maintaining your lifestyle, your current lifestyle, and then building a legacy for yourself and the generations to come. But I dare say to you that the first Will make, sense, will make the rest make sense. Your kingdom investment helps make all the other parts of your financial resources make sense. We've talked about Nigeria. Some people will say that Nigeria, you, are, you, are, you are a sickness away from penury. God forbid. But it is God that teaches us that teach us to make wealth and is the one that has preserved us for enemies have plotted on the left and on the right and is by his grace if not befallen you are not a victim so kingdom foundation is key now before we go on the bible will say you should, you should help your neighbor Help your friends. Support everyone. Support the needy. So there's need for you to balance all of this. And break it down in ways that make sense to you. So that you are not reactionary. I dare say to you, and please, um, Pastor Gwenga, please, I hope there's a clear path to my car. Once I'm done, I do not want, <laughs> in case some people, I'm going to eat some home truths and home runs and people will take offense. I want to safely go to my car. But I hope not, not here. But I'll be telling gospel truth, guys. I will not manage it or package it for you. If you are the person that everybody comes to, to borrow money, and you always yield, you have a problem. You have a challenge. I take it again. If you are the person that everybody comes to, to borrow money, and they know that they will always get it without fail, you have a challenge. You are too liquid. It's not a bad thing, but you are too liquid. It means that you are not financially intelligent. I hope you understand what I'm saying. It's not a bad thing. They can come back in one week's time. 
or in three months' time. But if every time I come to you, you just say, ah, okay, where's your account number? And send this here. Then you are creating a moral hazard for them, one. And two, for you, you are not financially intelligent. I don't care what the circumstances are. Moving on. We now understand that we need to be financially intelligent. How do we become financially intelligent? Remember I told you I'm a chemical engineer by education, so at times I try to be uh, practical. But more importantly, the challenges that Africa has faced is one wherein we all know the problem. We're all experts in the challenges that Africa face, faces. But when it comes to the solution, the how, um, that's not my job. That's why we have leaders. So let's talk about the how. And let's be practical Christians here. One is budgeting. The reason you are too liquid is because you've not budgeted, you've not sat down and dimensioned your financial resources. Am I, am I making sense to you? The reason why you are, you are too liquid is because you've not really sat down and quantified the total financial resources that you have that is on the way. Look, I tell you a story in my household. My jackpot will tell me, what is it? Is it that we should not enjoy life? This is me. Yesterday, I, all I have is my salary and maybe a business that I'm, a, I'm an investor in. Then the next day, I have a 15 million credit. And I'm telling you that we don't have money. I'm not liquid. And they're like, but when he came in yesterday, yeah, it was 15 million, it's now 13.5, tight, boom. Uh-huh. So what about... Unfortunately, I don't plan for money that I did not know was coming. I don't plan for it. And because I didn't plan for it, the moment it comes in, it is not my money. It goes into investment. Boom, boom, boom. Straight up. What I plan for are the series of investments or support I want to support people in or things I would love to do that are asset dependent. Inheritance for my children's children. Are you with me? Do you understand what I mean? So if, if out of the 15 million comes in, 1.5 million goes out, the 13.5, the best you can get out of it is maybe 5%. Stretch of imagination, maybe 10%. Out of it. The rest, they're out. Because it was, I didn't even know it was coming. I received bonuses where I work. If you receive a bonus... It's not your money, it's discretionary. It's discretionary. And the way I say it is that this is money that God is giving to you to secure your future. So if you expend it now, so budgeting. 
Investing, we'll talk about that in more detail, but something I would like to dwell a little bit more, because I'm not going to it in a lot more detail, is debt management and financial planning. Many of you, you say debt. A debtor is the slave to the lender. But there are circumstances that debts are good. But you need to have financial intelligence, and not just financial intelligence, maturity in financial intelligence to know when debts are good. Shall I give you an example? If you work in an environment where, especially those of you that work in banks or people that work in financial institutions, typically you get access to loans at zero interest rates or at super subsidized interest rates. So subsidized that it is below the rate you will get from guaranteed investments issued by the central bank. Are you really in debt? Let's talk about it. So you're in an environment where they give you loans at 5%. Optional, you can take it or you leave it. Then 5% per annum, and then you have treasury bills, government investment, as CBN investment. Let me use central bank because now central bank can print money, so it's guaranteed. They will always be able to pay you back. Yeah? And those guys, and those investments are at 10. You take the 5 and put it in 10, and you have a 5% extra for yourself, are you really in debt? When are you in debt? Ah. Mama, she, mama, she, in she wedding. back, I am there. They will know. They now realize, ah, the lace I want to buy. By the way, what I just said is that Mama, she is doing wedding. Uh, mama, she's child is, is wedding. Mama, she is wedding the child. And, I have to be there and show that Namashe is my friend. Yeah? But you then realize that the lace you want to wear is 650000 But you do not have six fifty in your account. But you know that salary is coming and some monies are coming. And then what do you do? Go, uh, Shay, um, Benga, please just send me a soft loan. I owe you of about four fifty. Um, I'll sort you out at the end of the month. And you're so casual about it. And you're in debt. Then you say you are the slave to the... And when the person who took the money is chasing you, you'll be like, ah, ah, what is it? Am I the first person to owe? Federal government is owing money. Which one is... Ah, ah, what is it now? Then you say, no wonder the Bible said, I will not do it again. But it's a cycle. Then it comes out, comes back again. Yeah? So please, just wanted to say that about debt management. Borrow money for important things. Don't borrow money to go and buy money. So let me tell you a story. Does this property I think I have, or I used to have, is in a place called Elorangbe in, some people say Elorangbe, I don't know the correct one, in Leki. Immediately after Eleko, after Eleko, you go on the long bridge, then the first turning or the second turning on your left, then you take another 15 minutes drive down there. It's further than Lakwe. I bought the property for, I think, 400,000 naira. I bought four. I and my friend, my colleague at work. You know what pains me today is that financial market expert left VI, left Leki, Aja, Songotedo, all the way, and now arrived in a bush. It's a practically bush. 
I met a man that said he's a ballet. In a shack. He was in a shack. And gave him almost two, no, times four. 1.6 million and some extra expenses, two million naira in the forest. And took us the land and showed it to us. Bottom line is that in a year's time, we got there and we found pieces of uh, corner pieces and all of that. I was like, what's going on here? And we called Baba. I said, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. And true to, fair to him, he arrived. But the people that sold the land to him, which are family members, that he then sold it to us, are the people that then sold the land to another set of people. Is there any chance of title in that place? In my young age, do you think I should be fighting for property? <laughs> Guys, let's, let's have some serious conversation. Today, if you tell me about a property, I will search the search. Oh my God. They will know that I'm searching. No, you will know I'm searching. The report, it has to be detailed. You tell me the person that owns the land and you validate that at the registry and validate the person that sold the land to the person that owns the land. Now, what am I saying? Why am I going into all of this detail? Do you think I was financially intelligent? Now, do you think I planned well? There was proper financial planning in going to the forest. So look, don't be, and I'll be sincere with you, don't be, don't be under pressure. Parents, elderly people, they'll come to you, young guy, young woman, you're making money, buy property. If you buy properties in your 30s, the likelihood that you buy the right property is very, very slow. It's very, very low. Because you can't afford good property. Most likely than not, you're throwing away your money. Check. That's the reality. You're going to buy property either in Badagri, on the extremes, you can't visit it, you can't validate, you don't know what they're doing on the land, you, probably, you barely can go there more than once or twice a year. Or even once in two years. So think about it. Now, does it, okay, the next slide, please. So let's talk about budgeting. And it's very simple. Many of you will say, why should I budget? This is not my money. You're budgeting for your own good. And guess what? You, you are the master of the budget. Are we together? It's your budget. Your budget will reflect your current expenses and your future expenses as well and your future legacy investments. Including what? Kingdom investments. I tell you when I budget the most. When I receive salary increases. When I get bonuses. Because very early on in my career, I realized that every time I get a salary increase, there's lifestyle inflation. My lifestyle will just expand. The buka I used to eat, I can't eat there anymore. No, 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 look at it now. VP, vice president, clearing risk management. Look at where is it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm sure you can relate to what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I know you can relate to what I'm saying. Where you pick clothes from. Remember, I, emphasis on the word pick. 
They now go to buy clothes in places where the clothes are enjoying air conditioning. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Can you relate to what I'm saying? So be careful with lifestyle inflation because they will expand along with your financial resources. So that is why you need budgeting. My jackpot will tell you that there are times in the house we'll say, ah, things are expensive, especially in the last two years. Every day she goes to the market and come back, there's a salmon, and it's about 15 to 20 minutes. I can't imagine. I went there yesterday. Today, I went there again. The price has changed, and all of that. Ah, salary has not changed. <laughs> Guys, with all sense of humility, and I'm not saying this to come across as being arrogant or all of that. I'm saying this so that you understand perspective. There's a level you get to in life. You can eat any food. Okay, let me put it this way, in the other way around, so that you appreciate it. Because you earn so much does not mean you can finish a cow a day. Do you agree? If you become a billionaire, it doesn't mean you now have capacity to finish one whole cow a day. Do you appreciate that? And let's go back to my perspective. If my financial resources has not changed, but the market is changing, should I adjust to the market? Does it mean now that I have to step up to what the market is doing? So it's the market that is controlling how we spend in our house. So we've had that conversation a number of times. I said, you know what the, the secret is? There's budget. This is the amount, whatever I can afford. Guess what? Women are beautiful. It was the day I was looking for meat in my rice. That was the day I knew that, look, it's time for us to re revisit this. <laughs> it's, it's time for us to revisit this amount that we've allocated for food. So she has supported you. You're my backbone. You make sure that things work in the house. And you're like, look, already you're not getting this message. Babe, I've been telling you you're not getting it. Okay, leave it. And I, I was on my way when I said, ah, Jopan Sari, say Indomie, make Indomie for me and all of that. And I used to have like, at times, shrimps or soft inside the Indomie. At times. I did like this, nothing. I did like this, nothing. I did like this, nothing. Ah! Babe, has it gotten to that level now? Are we together, guys? But the principle remains. The principle remains. So we are just. I tell you a story. I was once an associate in an asset management firm, and I realized that everybody had a car, and I did not. But with the clarity of mind of where we are going to, I cannot force myself to buy a car. Now, when I was telling you about food, by God's grace, any food you want to eat, we can afford. But there is a budget. And that budget is so much of the principle than it is about um, what, than the amount, so to say. 
Now, please, so that I don't spend too much time here, I have barely three or four minutes on each slide. Now, budgeting can get very complicated very fast. You need to simplify it. Gather all your finance. By now, by the time you do your networks, if you did it well, you also know you have an idea of the monies that you're expecting as well. So gather all your financial statements, all the monies you have in bank, no other figure is, and then allocate. Then on a monthly basis, decide how much you will allocate to other things. If there are expenses that you incur once a year, which is something like house rent or servicing your car, break it down into monthly payments. If you're a salary earner, if you're a business person, you should be on salary. Guys, salary is not slavery. If you're a business person, you should be on salary. And no matter how much your business is making, you cannot increase how much you are withdrawing from it. I take that again. If you're a business person and you make money from your business, that you are generating profit does not mean that you are now the biggest man in town. Talk about businesses that have lasted generations. Nestle. I was reading about Nestle. There will be 200 years by 2063. You cannot run businesses as your second current account. Yeah? So if you're a business person, be on salary, and that means that you need to then budget for that salary. So what am I saying? Know all of, your, all of the monies that you have, budget for them, even for uh, non-recurring expenditure, budget for it. Create a monthly list, and this is where you then slot in your friends, your family. You make a budget for them. Do you think you will be liquid by the time you are done with the budget? Let's, let's talk. Do you really think so? If you do your budget right, all of the monies in your account, even though you have 2 million naira or 500,000 naira or 50,000 naira in your account, it's not your money. Because you can see in your budget that a portion of it is your car that you are going to service in three months' time. A portion of it is house rent. A portion of it is school fees that you're already building up. Isn't it? So, what, so when someone comes to me and says, oh, but I can see 50,000, especially people that work in banks, and your colleagues can see your bank balances, they are, Musa has money. Let me go and meet him. I just need to conclude this. And guess what? Most people that come to meet you for money, most often than not, or let me don't say most, a number of them, are investing into serious assets. He perhaps needs a millionaire from you to complete the roof of his second house. You, you are just sitting down on cool cash. Now, leverage apps. Now, now right here is YNAB. The meaning of YNAB is you need a budget. I've used it several times. This just helps me get in the habit of it and the discipline. Please note, I'm not recommending, I, no, I'm recommending why not, but I'm not vouching for them, or endorsing, thank you for them. I'm not endorsing them. Yeah? Caveat enter. But it is an app that I've used, and it has helped me tremendous times. Like I tell you, it's one that I go to. Once I'm in the habit, you don't need it anymore. You pretty much know, have an idea of how much you can spend in different buckets per time. But I think you should try it. Try it. It's free for maybe a month or three months, something like that. Like that. I think you should try it. It's very good. Please, we need to read this together. Next slide, please. 
Are we ready? Law one. Gold cometh gladly and in increasing quantity. You must put aside what? One tenth. Give me a second. So these are excerpts from um, a book called Richest Man in Babylon. I think you should all read it if you've not read it before. It's a book you should have and make sure that your children read it within their lifetime. Before they are 15, 16, they should have read that book. Mandatory. Mandatory, please. The Richest Man in Babylon. It changes your mindset about money and all of that. Yeah? The summary of law one, money attracts money. If you want financial freedom, you need to start saving. You need to start putting aside money. And the least, I tell you, is to put aside 10% of your regular income. Income that is not regular, things like bonus, is for your future. You can spend now, this time around, you spend 10% and, and put the rest away, if you must. Yeah? Number two, law two. Let's go. Okay, so it appears I need to read that one so that we're together on it. Gold labored diligently and contentedly for the wise owner who finds for it profitable employment, multiplying even as the flocks of the field. Consistency and compounding effect works. How many of you have set aside money for your children? No, guys, guys, we're brothers and sisters here. Raise up your hand. If you haven't, it's fine. If you haven't, this is the time you need to do it. In our household, we don't have children if we do not have money. So there's no conceiving when the money is not complete. No. I need to put it in perspective for you because you truly do not want to be in a situation whereby the patriarch or the matriarch, the breadwinner in the family, passes and your children cannot afford school fees. It's a difficult position to be in. And I've given you the example of Gwenga, Pastor Gwenga. You also remember that Pastor Gwenga's wife, when she passed, she had people she called besties. I think you should have side conversations with him that how many of them have shown up. It's been seven years or six years now. How many of them have shown up? Or how many of them are still godmothers to the children? Me, for one, I've not visited him more than once. God forgive me. God bless my soul. But we talk. I talk, I, I act about his children. I'm not trying to justify it. But I'm just telling the realities. And many a times we're not doing it out of a bad heart. It's just that we don't have the time. Are we together, guys? So please think about it. Law three. 
recycling gets to the protection of the cautious owner, we invest it under the advice of men, wise in its handling. The summary of that law is what? Follow who know. Follow who know. Guys, brothers, sisters, I beg of you. It's pain. If it is too good to be true, it is not true. God bless you, man. If it is too good to be true, it is not true. If that seest thou a man diligent in his work, just stand before kings and not mean men. So you've you've toiled, you've labored, you've accumulated. Then one fast speaking, tongue rolling chap just walks up to you and he tells you that if you throw in five naira, the monkey will throw back twenty naira. And you take your life savings. No, you first give him five naira, you save 20. You add 10 to the 20, you give it back 30. It gives you 80. Then you now carry all your life savings. I have colleagues that lost 25 million naira through some agro investment kind of thing. Remember again, we work in the financial market. We are custodians of that market. And then you are investing in, a, in an investment that offers you 35% in six months. One of it is 120% equivalent in a year. If, if we can do that, then the federal government will take money from you and I and invest there. There are certain things that is just too good to be true. Simple. Number four, law four. slipped away from the man who invests it in businesses or purposes with which he is not familiar or which are not approved by those skilled in its keep. Guys, hello. Um, if you, if I tell you about an investment and you do not understand it, but because you trust me, you invest in it, there's a problem. There's a problem. If I cannot break down an investment to you and you make sense out of it, don't invest in it. And again, remember my, my example. I work hard for my money. Then I woke up, drove. The interesting that part is that these are the early days of our career. Kule and I, our car, Kekemara used to overtake us on the way to Lekki. I'm not joking. And we're going back to back for almost eight weeks. If you know the Lekki Peninsula, almost Ekpe, you are just maybe five minutes away from Ekpe. Every day, for eight weeks, after working for our money, we took our money like that and gave it to someone. Land, we don't have. House, we don't have. Um, money, we don't have. Money that we labored for. I can fight for it, but I'm too young to be indulging, to be indulging in that. And it's not a good use of my time. Are you together, guys? Law five. 
pleased the man who will force it to impossible earnings or who follow the, the alluring advice of tricksters and schemers or who trust it to its own experience, to his own experience and romantic desires in investment. I know MMM. I didn't say you invested in MMM. I just have heard of MMM. <laughs> Come on now. Uh -uh. Well, we've heard of MMM. Agro ah. investments. All right, next slide. I think, I think we've, we've dwelt on that a lot, a bit. Investment life cycle. So from budgeting, you already know that down, a portion of your money should go to investment for your legacy and for your future. Times and season. There's a time that you will, you have the energy and the, and the ability to, to make wealth. There's a season of life where the energy is not so strong. Where you should focus more on winning souls than trying to run after wealth. Yeah? Not that now is not a good time to, to win souls as well. But you understand what I mean, yes? So investment life cycles. So that invest the portion that you've dedicated for investments, and why is this important, gentlemen? Um, um, brethren, it's that I've heard of this in the 90s. Nigeria is so rich. Nigeria is so blessed that you can practically pick money on the roads. But Nigerians are so blind that they cannot see it. Have you heard of that before? I think it's still true to now. But the body of Christ should not be under that yoke. I say this with clarity of mind. Non-believers and foreigners make more money or make a lot of money in this country. Trust me, I sit in an entity that sees the entire Nigerian financial system. At times when I look at the profile of investors that are in our market, I then ask myself, where are Nigerians? So it's as if there's a few that understand it and it's legal. Don't let anybody see. It's a poverty mentality when you tell yourself, ah, it's because, it's because of connection. It's a lie. Who is the most connected man in this on earth? They're Christians. They're Christians. I leave my house in the morning with reckless abandon. Allah is my father. What, what shall I care about? When you tell me that a door cannot be opened, she will tell you. Which door? Is that door we are going to? Or we should resolve it quickly, otherwise we'll get to that. Seriously. It doesn't matter. Don't let anybody lie to you. There's no Baba somewhere. Those that want to use Baba, they can use Baba. But my own Baba, forget it. The heart of the king is in his hands. So who is he? Is he a king? 
So ladies and gentlemen, please, there is a season to life. And in your early season, 20 to 35, these are best practices in the financial industry. Um, you accumulate, you have monies that are coming in regularly. Pay off any debts that you've accumulated, going to school and all of that. And then the next stage of your life is where you begin to prepare. We call it preparation stage, but that's the stage where you enjoy life in, in relatively more, um, uh, with relatively more uh, expenses compared to what you are associated. And you start preparing for the next stage of life. And you start investing in people around you. Imagine Pastor Gwengard sends someone to my office and says, Shevin, this is a young man that um, met me and he needs a job. The interview I'm doing for that young man should be informal. It's just to assess, to confirm that he's capable. But the job is this, if we have a vacancy. But we can't do that if we do not invest in ourselves and we do not grow to a point where we are that opportunity to render such benefits. Are you with me? So this is the time for it. And then the final stage is where just enjoy the fruit of your labor, support other people as much as possible. And then you enjoy the investments that you've yield and also do proper planning for the next generation. Yeah? Now I need to rush. I have barely six minutes. Um, so here on the next slide is just talking about what kind of investment options you have, what you should consider, and then the risk profile. Please, many of you think real estate is one of the safest investments. In finance, in finance is one of the riskiest. Please, clarity. You probably don't know this, but it is. Because a, lot, a number of factors can go wrong. So these are risk profile against likelihood of you making money. And then the most safe one is savings investment. I have all my investments in savings. Please. That's not financial intelligence. Please. Yeah? So you need to start thinking about it. But let's go into it in more detail. Next slide. So here we just talk about some of the investments. Um, treasury bills that you should consider. Uh, treasury bills, they are short-term debt instruments uh, issued by the government, the sovereign government. Uh, it means, in other words, Nigeria is borrowing money from you. That's it, as simple as that. The current rate goes from as little as 5% to as much as 13% um, per annum. Um, savings account is probably 0.5. Or when they send you emails that they've increased, they've increased from 0.5% per annum to 0.55% per annum. The email is not even what you're reading. Um, the tenors are typically eight days to eight days to 364 days. They are very liquid. Um, if you if you if you want to save for school fees, you want to save for um, house rent or paying paying a house, or you want to save to build your own house rather than going to buy a house in the forest, you live you live you you work in a kedja. You're planning to be there for a while, and then when you want to buy a house, you go and buy a house in Otter. Then you come to, and that is you saying, hey, I bought a house early at a young age. Please, financial intelligence. There's wisdom in this thing. You need to understand it. I bought a house in Otter. 
Then your peers, when you come to work in the morning, you leave home at 4 o'clock. You arrive work at 6 o'clock. Then you sleep till 8. Your friend that lives close by in a rented apartment leaves home at 6, woke up at 5, had time to, to think about the day, prophesy into the day, and then plan for the day, comes to work at some few minutes to 8, and then you just notice that he's a lot more relaxed and he understands the job a little bit more than you do. While you're at work, you're already thinking about 4.59, not 5 o'clock. And the guy is relaxed at 4.30. He's very relaxed, still thinking about, no, we should take this thing further. And we're discussing in meetings and he wants to, he's extending the meeting. Ogbeni, what is all this? I think we're we are done with, ah. You people just like he's extending things for... But the guy is, 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 is applying rigor and you're like, ah, what's going on here? Then he's promoted and he grows and you're like, ah. He's a friend of the boss. No. There's a time. Please, and I say it with all humility, between, be careful about rushing to buy lands and property at an early age. I, I've seen it. No, I'm telling you the truth. You can't afford the properties that you should buy. That's the truth. Early stage in your career. You're probably not. Early stage in your business. Except you want to kill the business before it grows. So treasury bills is a good place to save those monies until it accumulates to a point where you can invest it properly. Uh, very low risk. Look, the reality is this. If government can pay you, they do what? CBN prints more money and they pay you. So it's very low risk. There are other risk factors to it. There's impact of printing money to inflation and all of that. But I won't bore you with that. And you shouldn't bother yourself with it. But in the interim, that's it. Then the returns are lower, of course. It's safe. Low risk, low return. Then we have the equivalent of treasury bills by corporate entities. This is issued solely by the government. This is uh, by corporate entities. And... They had similar short-term debts. They use it to finance working capital. Uh, um, not really expansion projects, but short-term needs for capital, for cash. Um, typically less than 270 days. Um, higher interest rates. They are currently, we have commercial papers that range from 13% for names like MTN and the likes to over 22% for some other investments. You probably never knew that there are companies that that give money, that take monies from people for 22%. Viable companies. Banks, some banks have commercial paper in the range of 16, 18% per annum. So think about it. Higher, re higher return, of course, pronounced risk. The risk is also pronounced. Why? Because the company can fail. Isn't it? So also have that in perspective. Um, so next slide, please. Then longer tenure, Remember what we've discussed in the prior slide is less than one year. Longer tenure, you have bonds that have, uh, these are again loans. In the, in the case of bonds, there are, there's the corporate bonds and there's the um, government bonds. Government bonds can be issued by state, legal state, um, sovereign states, the federal government, but they are for tenors greater than two, two years, typically. And the Nigerian government has up to 30 year, 30 year, uh, loans, and I think there was a funny company that came to, that came and said they want to issue a bond that is perpetual. They owe you forever. And there are bonds like that. There are bonds, 100-year bonds in the UK, 
and all of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, they are liquid, very liquid. Now, when we say they are liquid, it means that you can wake up this morning and say, look, this investment, I want to convert it to cash. Real estate, you cannot. Real estate is good. You need to understand me. I'm not, I'm not speaking against real estate. But you need to put it in perspective. Don't invest school fee, uh, your children's school fees in real estate. School fees you want to pay next time or next year. You can take two years to sell a property. Please. You need to put it in perspective. But um, if you're planning for your children's school fees, maybe their master's program, 20 years prior or 10 years prior, brilliant stuff. Yeah? Okay. Um, liquid and early, easily tradable benefits, low risk for the government is zero, almost near zero risk for government bonds, but the corporates have more risk. Then limitation, uh, varying level of risk, especially among the corporates, you need to be conscious of that. Now let's talk about equity and stock. And this is an interesting one. I'll try to spend maybe two minutes here. Um, this is ownership in companies, typically um, public companies, but there are also some investments in private entities. And you as the, in the body of Christ, we need to start exploring this. You have friends that have done 15 years working for a company. They know the business in and out. Sometimes you need to encourage them to say, oh, let me know if you decide to go and set up on your own. I would like to be a part of it. Do you understand? Some of the names you hear today that have large investments in blue chip companies that you know, that is all they did. I even had the story of one of the orange banks that you probably know. One of the investors, he went to go and buy poly. There's a place he used to buy food. And, and someone pointed, ah, you know those two boys that usually come to my office? I think you should meet them. And that's how he was a part of them. And today, okay, he's no, more, he's no longer the MD of another bank, but he used to be the MD of another bank. So explore this, but again, be careful. Remember law three? Listen to the advice of people who know road. Yeah? Let's go on. Next slide. And of course, real estate. Very good. Rental income and the likes. Um, tangible assets. Some of these things I've been saying for some is just flying over your head. Why? Because you can I invest. What will it give me? No certificate. Nothing. And you say I'm, I own. Yes. They've been dematerialized or what we call, they've just been captured. The way you have a bank account and you're just seeing number on an account. That's why you have an investment account and you can see that I have treasury bills account, I have uh, 500,000 there. And some of those investments may be out of your reach. Because um, treasury bills, I think the minimum, if you're buying directly from the government is 50 million. But if you're going to buy from a bank, they will buy from the government and then sell down to sm in smaller quantities. They sell a lot more, a smaller quantities. Um, and I'll introduce you to one more. But real estate is also a viable investment but is high risk, very illiquid. In treasury bills, you call your, uh, um, you call your, your bank RM, relationship manager, or your account manager, and tell him I want to buy treasury bills. 
and they sell it to you and that's all. They debit your account, boom, boom. That's all. They give you a statement that says you have treasure bills. Yeah? Or real estate. You collect documents from the owner. You go and search. Ah, we searched. We saw that half of the plot is there, but the other half is not your own. Do you have the documents for the other half? It's a long and tedious process. But it is one, if you know how to play it, it is profitable as well. But it also has high risk. Please, emphasis on that. Um, then you have potential rental income. And then let's talk about funds. Because mutual funds, or what we call funds, is that in, different, in each of these asset classes or investment uh, opportunities I've spoken about, there are people that, because of the entrance requirements, uh, there are people that need, um, th there are professionals that have come together to say, we'll pull together funds from people that are interested in this kind of investments, and then do what? And then we invest on their behalf and manage it. That's all mutual fund is about. And if you have a savings account, then you should have a mutual fund account. It's that simple. Mutual funds accounts, especially the money market uh, mutual funds, are, they invest in treasury bills and commercial papers. So they are very, very safe. Yeah? And it also means that they've, they've become so easy to invest in because you just, with a click of a button on some of these platforms, you can just subscribe for mutual funds. With your permission, sir, can I mention names? Okay. Um, so, entities like Stambik IBTC Asset Management, you should, have, you should look into their money market fund. AXA Mansard, look into their money market fund. If you have a savings account, you should have a money market fund account. End of story. And if you have children, you should have money market fund Simple. If there's anything you take away, please go and open a money market fund account. Please. AXA Mansard, Stambik IBTC, um, ARM, there are a number of them. There are a number of them. Yeah? I think one site you can go to is Fund Managers Association of Nigeria. They have the list of different fund managers. So please, caveat emptor, look them up, research them, find out what they're about. The way you press toothpaste till you suck the last one out of it, that is how you should look into your investments at times. And once you do it once, most often than not, you don't need to go back to it again because you've set up structures. Yeah? Next slide, please. Conscious of time. All right. So we've talked about financial intelligence. You would have expected this slide to have come up earlier, but by now, I think this slide sits very well with you. You have a good appreciation of why financial intelligence is key. You can address your kingdom investments, you can address your personal investments, and you can address your legacy investments. Your lifestyle expenses, and then your legacy investments. Are we together? Um, so better financial decision making, Increased financial security. Some of us palpitate. Look, sir, I do not pray for school fees. We don't. In our household, we don't. We don't pray for school fees. We don't pray for house rent. We don't pay. There are certain things that we don't pray for. Because I think we have 20. We all have 24 hours. 
I think there was a video that was going around that sometime where people were praying on a transformer. And I was like, what's going on? There are certain things we don't pray for. If you understand kingdom investment, there are certain, there are certain prayers that will not be on your list. It's not arrogance. It's not spiritual arrogance. It's understanding. Thank you. You school fees three months from now. You already know now. House rent in one year's time. You already know. And you know if you know that ah, it seems I'm living where I cannot afford. What do you do? You move. These things are straightforward. Otherwise, you become. I think I have. I think I have that somewhere. We we'll talk about it. You become. You bother other people with your own problems. Problems that you brought on yourself. Not even the economy. Many times we just call the the, the Buari and the whatever the regime in power. I'm just in Nigeria. I don't use the Nigerian government. Look, if you're in the kingdom, you should have growth. Resounding growth. You will, if you understand the principles. And we, we usually joke about it, but the reality of life is God has created this world with principles. If you want to live in this world, you will have to abide by those principles. And if you abide by his principle, you will excel. I will prosper you. Is what he said. If you are obedient. Improved quality of life. You are a lot more relaxed. Ikonra, well, leave me alone. It will reduce. You and your spouse, you know the budget. End of story. How far? Well, next, next month. So we are enjoying these shrimps you are eating. Next month, there's no shrimp. So it's fine. It's a mutual understanding. Do you understand? It's fine. But there's peace within yourself. Everything by God's grace. By God's grace, it's figured out. Then you ask God for things that you cannot control. The ones you can control, he has given you power. And, and Pastor Dana was speaking earlier and I was like, that's, that's it. The things you can control. Control it. And it includes your finances, lifestyle, and legacy. One minute, 20 seconds. Almost there. Next one. Recommended resources, read books. I've listed a couple of them that you should look at. Um, I think you should read this book as well. These two first two books, The Millionaire Next Door. The Millionaire Next Door kind of humbles you. That the richest people, in, even in Nigeria, are not the... They are not... People that, um, if you give them a week, they'll write you a check of 100 million naira. They're your neighbors. They're not in Ikoi. It's a global phenomenon. Hello, guys. It's not. And these are people that tap into kingdom principles that we Christians are not tapping into. If you wear, if, if all I see in you are, is jewelry and everything and you're so loud, Personally, I think there's a, there's a security issue. 
because you want to confirm that. And by the way, I'm sorry that I, I did not wear a suit. It was deliberate so that you understand that this thing has nothing to do with being in the financial market. Please, I, I beg of you. I see all of the leadership here are in suits, but I deliberately did not write, wear it so that you understand. I could have been in jeans and still be doing this and be excelling at it. Your neighbors, check them out. Really, take some time and check them out. They pay their bills on time. You call them for meetings in the, in the street. They may show up or may not show up, but you never see their name on the list of debtors. Check them out. Their children's school fees paid on time. House rent, landlord never talks to them. The lawyer for the whole building, the entire street or the estate where you live, he doesn't say anything about them. It's just you and maybe one or two other people. <laughs> All right, my time is up. Uh, please, uh, I beg for just one more minute. I'm on the last slide. And there are platforms, sorry, back please. There are platforms that have financial information that you can quickly check, yeah? And then see more information, yeah? Um, I just mentioned a couple of them. One is FMDQ Securities Exchange, then the Nigeria Exchange as well, has information on bonds, equities, and all of that. Then finally, in closing, whoever watches the wind will not plant, whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. Take action, take action, Take action. Please don't be an embodiment of Nigerian story. Well, we know we know there's a challenge. We know the solution. We've documented the solution. We've agreed the solution is in the interest of this country. But we'll not do anything about it. Take action now. If all you can do to call up someone and say financial um, I want to open a mutual fund account if that's all you will do next week on Monday, please do it and the interesting part, you can do it right now you can just open up your phone, register, transfer the 5,000 naira or the 2,000 naira it's not so much of the amount it's the principle behind the amount behind your action and there's something I must mention you can have all the financial intelligence in the world I mentioned Jesus, your spouse is key. If you are not married, please select carefully. If you are married, you need to sit down with your spouse and then have conversations. One can be moving forward and the other says, no, I like where we are. Are we together? Be careful about vacation abroad every year. And there's no financial planning for your children's children. Again, the Bible says enjoy. This gift that God has given to you, enjoy. But there's time and season. You need to understand which season you are in and then what to do about it in that season. Are we together? Now, you have a spouse, you know all the financial intelligence, without Jesus. Brethren, zero new. It's vanity upon vanity. 
it amounts to nothing. All right. Thank you so very much. And that's the end. This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenge.org for more.